Today's episode is sponsored by This Is Incense. Use the code someWouldSay20 for 20% off. Imagine if your beauty regime didn't cost the earth. Katie Tingle had this exact thought walking the littered beaches of Sri Lanka. Sabia Co is the sustainable skincare range co-founded by Katie and her husband, Dave. These two legends saved 13 million single-use wipes ending up in landfill within their first year of business. We learn why Sabia Co doesn't participate in flash sales, the number one skincare product you must own, and how they grew their business without an online following. Welcome, Katie, to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. How are you both? We're good. Feeling fresh. We are feeling so fresh. (laughs) A question that we ask all guests, just to break the ice a little bit, is if we were to take you on a night out, what is your DJ song request and why? And what would we order you to drink? Definitely a spicy mug. I am... Nine months pregnant and craving lung like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> and we just bought Rufus tickets, so I'd probably have to go Rufus for the time being. Oh, love it. So fun. I've seen them it. live um, before, like so many times. They're always such a treat. Where are you seeing oh, them? In Brizzy in November. So excited. Yeah. Oh, are we they, should go. We, should, we yeah. should. We really should. Are they doing River Stage or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. So good. Fun. How good, good is. have live music back. Oh. oh, yeah. I was just about to say so good to have live music back. Yeah. We went and saw flight facilities not that long ago and just like to see a crowd of people. Mm. It's like, whoa, like this is amazing. Super special. Yeah. And um back on the chili on, on the spicy mug Jane you yeah. can sit with us you can be friends with us because yeah. <laughs> everyone who like comes on this podcast and mentions mug we're like yep yeah, yeah you, you you tick the boxes <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can go out <laughs> so yes, good wait. well Katie for those who don't know you can you tell us a little bit about yourself and who you Katie is Yes, so I am 28, which sounds so strange to say out aloud. Just can't get my head around being over 25 still. And you look Um, 21. (laughs) Yeah, you look so young. Yes, yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, I'm the founder of a sustainable skincare brand, Sabiaco. We live in Palm Beach and our warehouse is in Burley Head, so on the Gold Coast. Um, I've got my husband. I'm about to have a little baby boy. And yeah, life's pretty pretty busy at the moment, but yeah, loving it. Very excited for the next little phase of life and see how things unfold as having two full-time jobs as a mum and a business owner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It, I, can, I can relate also to the feeling of saying that you're like over 25. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. I said actually the other day I uploaded a story and I was like 25 going on 12 because me and my partner were just mucking around doing something silly. And my friend messaged me and she's like, babe, you're 26. <laughs> I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, wow. I can't believe that. 25 just sounds so good. Oh, it sounds so weird. Like going to the hospital and they're like, oh, how old are you? And like being married, pregnant, 28. I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. Well, we're yeah, 
<laughs> We're sure everyone has seen Sabio Co all over socials. I know I definitely have. Um, but can you take us through kind of like the business story and your mission? Yeah. So in 2018, my partner and I went on a surf trip to Sri Lanka. Um, super, super remote, like didn't get to see any other people except for our tuk-tuk driver. Um, I'm a terrible surfer, so I spent most of the time on the beach (laughs) (laughs) pretending like I could surf. Um, But I walked back and down the beach lots of times, lots of different beaches, and I was just finding so many personal care items on the beach, like toothbrushes, makeup wipes, Q-tips, and it just really like hit home for me that we were in such a secluded place and this stuff was on the beach. There's no like resorts or anything, houses along the beach for it to be coming out of the houses onto the beach. It was washing up from the ocean onto the beach. So that was like a really big kick in the guts for me seeing that over there. I was expecting like this pristine, beautiful beach. Um, I originally grew up in Port Douglas, so I spent my whole life on the reef diving. So it just really started to like put this thing in my mind about what is actually happening like where are all these items coming from how many of these items are actually in the ocean you know in Sri Lanka and then also in home like at home I couldn't imagine what would be washing up on the reef um so we came home and just started to make heaps of sustainable swaps in our house um and as I was doing that I started to notice such an improvement in my health and my skin um just by like minimizing you know plastic packaged cleansers and Mm. having a look at the back of what was on the actual products that I was putting on my skin and thinking about what that was maybe washing out into the ocean and doing. Um, So we started to obviously make switches in our home and then I came across this Japanese root vegetable called a cognac root Um, and you can get these, you can make them into cognac sponges which cleanse and exfoliate your face and I'd just come off the pill, my skin was pretty shitty And I started using that with just water and I could not believe the difference in my skin. And I just started to get this like big fire in my belly. No one knew what they were. No one was using them. And I just said to Dave one day, I was like, we have to, we have to share this with more people because not only is it better for my skin, but if if everyone used one of these instead of a plastic, Mm. you know, those like plastic exfoliating sponges that went through a little phase of being popular, Mm. um, I just thought like, well, people are going to have better skin. It's better for the planet. They're 100% biodegradable. So we went into product development for about a year, lots of ups and downs of like, fuck, do we really want to do this because we have no business experience? We really wanted to buy a house. So obviously we had to put that on hold to start a business. Um, But then we launched in September 2019 um, just with sustainable skin tools And I guess our mission at the start was to stop single-use consumerism in one of the biggest industries, which is cosmetics and skincare. Um, I think they take up like one-third of what we find in in landfill. Holy moly. Yeah, so much more. Like uh, uh, the average woman is putting like 50 chemicals on their skin before they leave the house every day without even knowing. So, And that correlates to, you know, like, the increase in infertility and all these Mm. issues that especially females are facing. Um, You know, we just need to have a look at the back of our products and be a little bit more conscious. But at the time I felt like there wasn't really any, you know, like you go into Flannery's and there's the options, but they're always just a bit shit. They smell like your 
in Nimbin, they look crap. <laughs> like, you can't really, as a you know, young woman, it's like you don't really want to use that stuff. Mm. You don't want to smell like that. Seems so a bit outdated. Our, yeah, our mission was to kind of like revitalize this sustainable approach to living and make it a bit more luxury, which is you know why we have the black packaging. Well, black packaging is better for the longevity of the product, but it looks good. It's unisex. You know, like we didn't want to do this full hippie brand and tailor to a small market we really wanted to tailor to girls that were like me that wanted you know to look and good feel good and have like nice products that look good on their shelves but Mm. be better for you and the environment so we launched with the tools in September and then I started to study cosmetic chemistry and then we launched our initial skincare brand uh, like skincare range uh the following year so yeah We'll be three this September. Yeah, exciting. wow. And you guys kind of just like kicked off right before COVID hit. Yes. Yeah, we, we launched in September. We sold out in a month, which we just couldn't, didn't know. Like, oh, my god! It was gosh. so scary for us to buy that amount of stock at the start. And then I was like, fuck, okay, people want this. And then we had eight cartons go missing in November of our restock. And then like never to be found. We still don't know what what, what happened. Um, and because we didn't know what we were doing, we didn't have insurance. Like it's just proof that money's gone. So we went again and then I feel like we started to like really do well and then COVID hit and we were just like, fuck, what have we done? Like I'd quit my full-time job. It was just so stressful and so unknown. But, you know, anyone in e-commerce knows that advertising just went through the roof because everyone was online shopping Mm. so it ended up being a little bit of a blessing Mm. um for us at the time but yeah it is it was so uncertain and so scary yeah it's so funny or it's not funny but you (laughs) saying in Sri Lanka that you you kind of like were aware of all of everything being washed up on to the shore in Australia because everything's so systemized and rubbish is taken away so quickly you almost like live in a bit of a naive state yeah you're like oh it just goes and it is gone like I don't know but when you see it you know in nature you're just like whoa like yeah shit this is what happens kind of thing Mm. 100% and even like in Australia we have so many we have so much more education about our planet like we have clean up Australia day and all the things that we did at school you know three for the sea in I think countries like some foreign countries they just don't have that education or awareness and to be honest, I just don't really care. I remember picking up like a bag of rubbish and asking the tuk-tuk driver if I could have another bag. And he was like, why? Just leave it there. And I was like, what, what do you mean just leave it there? Like a turtle could eat that. Or, yeah. You know, like my husband's surfing with fucking makeup wipes. Like that's disgusting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Just, yeah, that lack of education is, is yeah. really sad. If you had to choose only two skincare products (laughs) or tools to use for life what would they be and why oh my god that's like the hardest (laughs) yeah um a hundred percent the cognac sponge like it cleanses and exfoliates your skin with just water we love it because we can take it camping and it's all you need um and then a good moisturizer to make sure you are like feeding and treating your skin so probably those two yeah, yeah amazing <laughs> I've never tried a cognac sponge I, I've seen them like obviously on your socials and elsewhere as well and I really want to give it a go have you seen them before oh my God, you have to they're so like bizarre because they're hard but then when yeah. you add water it softens right yeah yeah 
it's a game changer. Like every customer that tries it is like, what the hell is this thing? Like, where's it been? Yeah, that's amazing. I feel like exfoliation is always one of the things I forget. Like, I don't know why, because it seems so obvious, but I'm always like, nah, just like cleanse and moisturize, you'll be right. But you forget that in order to, you know, your skin's an organ, isn't it? It has to be able to breathe and you've got to be able to like peel back those layers and mm, make them fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And people go so overboard, like with physical exfoliants, yep. you know, that can do more damage than good. And that's what I like about the cognac sponges because you can use it every day and it's so soft and gentle, but it is effective. It's not going to ruin your skin barrier if you go a bit crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I feel like, um, kind of switching gears a little bit into business I feel like a lot of brands these days when you see them pop up they're usually because like a founder has a big following and you can kind of uh, there's obviously this doesn't 100% guarantee sales but it kind of like gives you a good boost into the market Mm. but you and Dave from what I can kind of see you guys didn't have a massive following at all what what are some things that really help I'm all about practical tips like I really want to like ask business owners their full practical tips on what they did to see their growth can you give us anything yeah, it was it was definitely like that was the one thing that kept stopping us from starting. I think was like you can yeah, like it's immediate success when a an influencer starts a brand because they know how to sell a product already. Mm. Um and they have that trust. We just had to open our doors to no one that knew who we were or what we were doing. Um I come from a marketing background, so that was a good help. What we did was started our Instagram page a few months before we actually were planning on launching and just shared topics around skincare, self-love and sustainability because that's our core values Mm -hmm. Um, and just started to try and like reshare pictures of other people and like try and get some interaction on that page and then we paid one influencer on the launch night um, to talk about the product and then I set up really, really strong like retargeting ads and a funnel I guess like for anyone that put something in their pocket in their pocket in their cart yeah (laughs) same same (laughs) that baby brain um you know that person would then fall into an email series where they would learn about the product and when we try and you know make sales we don't offer discounts and make sales we try and educate and let people make that empowered decision to do better Mm -hmm. and I think that is where our success comes from is because We don't do flash sales. We are really strong to our core values and we just choose to educate people and let people make those decisions. As the business started, I think something that organically happened was when we lost the stock, it just didn't feel authentic enough for me to put a photo up on our Instagram and say, sorry, your orders won't be shipped, like your pre-orders won't be shipped. I had to show up and put my face to that issue because I just felt like I owed it to those customers and as soon as we did that I think that they started to see who Dave and I were and that we were just a young couple who would have a spicy mug and get on there and be weird (laughs) (laughs) they just really related to who we were as individuals and they knew that you know they were supporting a young couple who cared about the planet they weren't supporting someone who just had a shitload of money to try something different, mm, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think to this day that authenticity of we sh- like I did a story this morning, I looked back at it and I was like, 
God, that is awful. I look <laughs> awful. But I just don't care because I'm like, that's our customers. Like, I feel like they're like my close friends. Like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, cool, Katie, thanks for jumping on. Like we know that you didn't want to but you did because you care about us and educating us. Yeah, yeah. yeah authenticity and being real is such a rare treat to yeah. get yeah. from you know, social media social media and i feel like putting a for a business like putting a face that people like want to get to know because people are attracted to people so yeah that's such a good tip like having your face or like having some sort of personality behind your brand that people can connect with is often often will translate into sales as well so yeah, yeah that's and just being like real like we hop on there and we stuff up all the time like we're you know we didn't do a business course to learn how to run a business we just hop on and we're very authentic and we just have fun with them and they love that like that's all you can ask for and I think that sometimes with brand and even myself as a brand owner sometimes I think oh you know we're chatting to Mecca about this like maybe I should really refine it and make everything look perfect mm-hmm. like no this is who we are at Sabia and if you don't like that then see you later yeah, like, yeah <laughs> so true You've already mentioned, you know, the uh, the packages going missing or something, but what are some of the biggest kind of mistakes and they're inevitable, like that has happened in business? Obviously that happened to you, you couldn't even help that. But <laughs> I mean, I know, I feel like people um, like hearing about when things don't always go to plan because it's life and it's yeah. really important. So what have you experienced? Oh, how long do you have? <laughs> I think the biggest two are staffing. It's so hard to know when to, to get people on board. Um, and recently we learnt, I guess, a different kind of approach to how we are hiring internally now. I would always look for someone on re- like resume that was perfect with all the skills that, you know, we needed. And then they would come in and they just didn't have that zest or that passion or you know, their their personal lives did not reflect what we do at Sabia. Mm. And I felt like it was so hard to teach enthusiasm and passion. And then at the start of the year, like probably my pregnancy hormones, I was like, fuck it, we're firing everyone. I'm sick of everyone. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> start from scratch. And then I've got friends who have like a really big company and they just said, Katie, just hire off the energy and the vibe. If you can sit with someone and they're excited about what you do, you can teach them anything. Mm. Um, So we definitely, this time around, I remember going to the interview with this young girl and we were there for like two hours. We didn't barely talk about the role. We just talked about her morning routine and what lights her up and what she does to fill her cup. And it was so aligned to what we do at Sabia because self-care is like a huge pillar of what we do. It's not just skincare. And, you know, it's been the best hire that we've had so far. And I think that's the best advice I could give to a business owner moving forward is to just hire off, you know, someone who's passionate about what you do. Mm -hmm. They'll learn over time how to do, you know, everything is teachable, Mm -hmm. um, but you can't teach like passion and excitement. And then the second one would be to not use agencies. Mm. We keep going through these phases of like we grow And I'm like, okay, cool, let's scale. And then we meet with this big agency. They promise you the world and then they just put five minutes into your account every week because they've got 50 other people. Yeah. It costs a fortune and then, you know, three times now it's just like ruined our accounts. Wow. We've had to go back to scratch, build it back up again. I just think 
as a business owner, you've got to have a grasp and an understanding on every single aspect of what you do. You need to make sure people are accountable and you've got to put in the work. Like it's not just like a set and forget kind of system anymore. Like things change so quickly. Content creation agencies, like no one cares or knows about your product like you do. So Mm. I think you've just got to commit to doing the work yourself because that's when you get the best results. Yeah. And that's when you can understand um, what translates as well. Like I feel like, yeah, yeah, having that understanding and having just being able to do it yourself before you kind of outsource is, um, yeah, is that's really interesting about the agencies though, because you see them popping up all the time and even like, I don't know, like TikTok mentors or like all the things. I like know. there's there's a mentor for fucking everything these days. <laughs> and I fall into that every like three months I fall into it and Dave, my husband, will be like, Katie, you know that this didn't work last time. I'm like, yeah, but this time. And then yeah. three months later I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. but I guess it's all yeah it's all about trying isn't it because you know maybe you'll try it one one time and it will work so Mm -hmm. you just have to give it a red hot go (laughs) yeah no that is stellar advice so conversely obviously mistakes happen and that's just like a part of business part of life what have been some of pinch me moments for you guys at Savia um equally the same there's so many I think last year we won the cleaning conscious award for three of our um, formulations which are my formulations and as a young formulator that was just like I, I couldn't believe it like going up against these huge companies and winning was huge that's um, amazing yeah. yeah that would probably be the standout one I think because I just yeah I just couldn't still can't believe that that happened um, and I think just our customers, like every single day, you know, when you like ship orders and you can see the invoice, almost like 60% of our invoices have a pen, like a note that the customer has chosen Aww. to write to say like, thank you so much for what you do. Like every day, like our, the girl that packs our orders is just like, who are these customers? Like, how did you create this? And it's just it's so humbling to know that like they truly love what we've done mm. and they love their skin and they feel so good about their choices. So that's yeah, amazing. Those two. Yeah. And yeah. And they're purchasing, you know, from your brand and products because they actually care. Like they care about what they're putting on their skin in for their skin to, you know, go into their body, but also yeah. what that's the packaging, what's that's doing to the environment. So yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, we have the best customers. I just can't. Every day, we're just like, who are these amazing people? That's that is so good. Super beautiful. Yeah, Katie, we um we read that in your first year, your reusable makeup wipes stopped over thirteen million single use wipes ending up in landfill, which is just incredible. Uh, we love a sustainability chat and besides the amazing work you do in Sabia Co, are there any other tips um, that you can give our listeners to choose kind of options on the earth? Yeah, 100%. We actually just kicked off Plastic Free July, the 1st of July today. There's so many little switches that we can do. Some of my favourites are, you know, when you like buy a jar of peanut butter, put it in hot water, take the label off, and then that's your reusable jar to go get nuts at the health food store. Like 
simple swaps that don't cost you money because you've bought that jar already, like use it. Mm. You can upcycle so many things by painting them with like, you know, matte paint and it looks like a stunning vase. There's so many amazing swaps, like old toothbrushes, use that for cleaning, don't just throw it out. Mm, Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, there's... You could go on forever. (laughs) Yeah. But I think the best advice is, and I, I know like myself when we came home from that trip and wanted to make the changes, I got so overwhelmed by being like, let's get rid of all this shit. And then it was overwhelming. It was expensive because I had to go and buy all these bloody glass jars and all these things. Like just pick one challenge every week and make that swap, tick it off, move on to the next. I think often we all want to be better straight away and then we give up because it's very unachievable and it's expensive. So, you know, when you get to the end of a shitty coffee cup that you don't like anymore, go and buy a nice one that you're excited to use every single day, you know, invest in it. And I think that's what's important when we make these changes is it's always going to be more expensive to buy a reusable glass bottle than a plastic one. Mm. But I think it makes us care more for the things that we have instead Mm. of just that fast consumerism that we're used to. It's Mm. making us be a little bit more conscious about what we're consuming and investing in better quality things that will last a lifetime instead of, you know, yeah. if you bought a water bottle every single week, it would cost you more than a $30 glass bottle for the year. But people can't get their head around that. Things mm. that will save you money in the long run as well. Yeah. Like they, yeah. you often can't see the return like at the start because they often are. Is, is it, it's an expensive change sometimes, but then it's like over the years you'll be like, oh, wait, I haven't had to purchase this in a while because of this. And yeah. 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 Amazing. And I love that you mentioned previously about, um, you know, it's not only like obviously the plastics and the packaging going into the environment that's, you know, something that Sabia wants to cut back on and eliminate, but it's also the product, like what what's being washed down the drain from your cleanser, from your, I don't know, perfume or whatever the case is, like that all affects our ecosystem as well. And I think, I feel like people don't, often realize that like that's kind of like it's almost like what are those like microplastics like that are now that it's kind of that realm babies brand new like newborn stomach they're (gasps) finding plastic stop crazy is that yeah (gasps) oh my goodness that is wild so like eye-opening our customers are like oh you know help me like live like you're pregnant right now like can you give me some tips i'm like this isn't something that you should care about your health for nine months like this is your body for the rest of your life. You should be being low tox living for the rest of your life. You shouldn't mm. just stop it for nine months because you're growing a baby. Like your body's still going to absorb all that shit afterwards. I feel like we flex our Northern Rivers upbringing at least once an episode. But if you've ever walked down the streets of Byron, you'll know how iconic a waft of incense is. What a throwback. Chucking a beer at the beach hotel while you're at it. Yes. Oh my God. That reminds me of that instant calm you get on a salty coastal holiday. Literally one of the best feelings in the world. That's how I feel when this is incense is burning in my space. Blended from Australian essential oils with no synthetic fragrances. This is incense co-founders Soph and Simon have truly revolutionized incense into a luxurious daily ritual, serving as a reminder to slow down our busy minds. There are seven scents inspired by their favorite coastlines of Australia, including Margaret River, Tasmania, 
and our fave Byron Bay. Treat yourself and your nostrils with 20% off using the code some would say 20 at thisisincense.com.au. You know, media tells us that we need more and more and more and there's just that limit of education behind like what is actually in things. Mm. Do you feel like the industry's changing? Like have you seen over the past three years that it's becoming definitely something that people are more inclined to purchase? 100%. Um, definitely like consumers are becoming a lot more conscious. We're understanding and researching a little bit deeper than we normally would. Like even for instance, like the pill, for example, you know, when I was 15, that was just so common. Like mm. you would never question it. It was like, yeah, go get on the pill. And then girls are like, well, what is that actually doing? Like mm. what happens if I stop ovulation for that amount of time or, you know, breast implants. And now we're learning about breast implant illness. Like mm. I think just people are slowly starting to check into their bodies and be like, this, I actually feel a bit shit. Like we're not meant to feel shit. We're meant to feel good and vibrant. Yeah. yeah. Amelia and I, we always somehow find a way to bring up our Northern Rivers upbringing. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I've never been on the pill and I don't think you have either no. just because I think of our upbringing, hippie parents. Hippie parents. <laughs> um, but for the longest time, I think I just people would say to me, "Oh, that's so weird! Like, what do you mean yeah. you're not on the pill? Like, of course yeah. you're on the pill." And then I was kind of embarrassed. I felt like you know the minority. You needed to be. <laughs> I needed to be to fit in with girls and like womanhood. And then I now we're just seeing all these. Pr- it's so problematic. And now I'm like oh yeah, like I was never on that thing, you know, like it's everyone else is jumping off it and I was never on it and neither were you. And now I just feel like, thank goodness that we never did that to our bodies. Like, thanks mum and dad. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. So, yeah. It is so interesting seeing what's coming about now. And like, I wonder, we look around at other things like that people are taking, like, I wonder what the research will be about that in 10 oh, years I time. Know. Like, well, yeah. yeah, it's, it's great that people are more curious. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing. That's like, the first step. We were kind of, and I don't know, we were kind of blind for ages. And now maybe because like information is easier to access, maybe that's why there's a change. I don't know. But yeah, I I agree. It's good to see that. Good to see the transition. Who knows where the world will be in the next 10 years? Here's hoping. But it's, yeah, it's getting those little achievable goals underway, not feeling overwhelmed by everything. Just tick one, get that off the list and go on to the next yeah that's right well do you have any goals in the pipeline you are just about to have a baby so I'm sure huge goal (laughs) yeah that's gonna take up a lot of your time but yeah do you have anything that you guys are working on at the moment that you can share with us yeah lots of things we we recently launched our refillable program which is you get your one bottle for life and you can just refill your skincare at home um so that's been going for like three to maybe six months I've got no handle on time at the moment (laughs) but we just want to build out that you know more sustainable offering we're not 100% perfect in our sustainability measures um but we you know we're conscious of what we do and at the moment like we're trying to redesign our bottles so that we don't have to use plastic pump tops um and lots of different things around like packaging we have three products launching next year that I've just finalized which is very exciting I'm hoping to have the rest of the year off um just to enjoy motherhood I don't know no sleep yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but I can't like even I went part-time last month and I just I love what I do it doesn't feel like work so 
I don't know if that will happen. But, yeah, lots lots around new products. We're developing a brand-new range um, that coincides with the baby, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, always so much, so much on. <laughs> so much to look out for. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay, well... We wanted to end our chat with some fun with our favourite game, which is Would You Rather. Um, so Katie's going to answer four unknown Would You Rather questions yes. that she hasn't heard of. Um, I'll kick things off. So would you rather, Katie, never use skincare again or never be able to brush your teeth again? Ooh. <laughs> um, oh. Oh. I'd probably go never brush my teeth. <laughs> I love skincare so much. Yeah. Maybe I'd, if I could do like a mouthwash, I'd go that. Yeah, or just like use your finger or something. Yeah. Like get some charcoal in there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a cognac sponge. Maybe that could like <laughs> there you go. double. I'll try it. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, second question. Would you rather never be able to wear makeup again or never wash your face before going to bed? I don't really use makeup, so that's an easy one. Oh, there you go. There you go. Too easy. (laughs) Quick and easy answer. Um, Okay, would you rather have to wash your bed sheets every night and remake your bed or only be able to change your pillow slip every six months? Oh, I'd wash every day. Pillow slips are filthy. If you have bad skin, make sure you're changing that thing regularly. Wow. Yeah, right. That's a commitment to the to oh. the fitted sheet right there. <laughs> Honestly, there's nothing worse than putting a doona oh. cover on a doona. Oh, my God. I can't do it on my own. So I always have to wait for Dave to come home because he's got, like, <laughs> some weird setup and it's, like, he flips it every time and I'm I'm just not across it. <laughs> Bane, oh. Bane of my existence. Yeah, Hate honestly, it. yeah. it's painful. But I can I can agree. Not changing my pillow slip would just be like wrong. Oh, yeah. I'd feel rank. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. Would you rather never use cleanser again or never use a guasa again? Guasha. Oh, I would go never use a guasha. Yeah. Cleanser is the best. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is funny. Is it gua sha or is it gua sha? Because I feel like I've heard different things. It's gua sha. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard so many people say like gua sha and then I hear gua sha and then it's like, I don't know. Oh, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I say. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to be, you know, correct. I don't even know. <laughs> this is like, you know, when you hear something for the first time and then you hear it and see it everywhere. I only heard of the word gua sha and found out what that was yesterday because my, my lovely housemate gave me like a facial massage because I had like sin- sinus issues and she was like, oh, you know, rub some oil in your face and use the gua sha. I'm like, what the fuck is gua sha? But <laughs> get it on me because it sounds great. Oh and my God. So, so weird that I've only heard that yesterday. Now I've had about six discussions about gua sha <laughs> like between now and then. But now we know oh, what you'd rather use. So, <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Oh. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And where can everyone find you and Sabiaco? You can find us on Instagram at S-A-B-B-I-A-C-O, Sabiaco. Um, and what else? We're on TikTok, YouTube. I'm not across it. <laughs> I'm on Instagram with the with the Sabia and then the girls run everything else. 
amazing. Nice. And oh. we can find you through a website as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Oh, so good. Well, yeah. we'll we'll leave all the info down below as well if you guys want to check out Sabioko. But thank you so much, Katie. Thank We've you. absolutely loved chatting to you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bye. Katie. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.